Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth episode of Diplomatically Speaking With. My name is Zaim Mozani and as always, I will be the host of this DSW. As you might know by now, DSW is a series of interviews with the Diplomatic Corps in Malaysia. For each DSW, we'll be talking about the history, context and opportunities of the bilateral relations between foreign nations and Malaysia. DSW is brought to you by KSI Strategic Institute for Asia-Pacific, uh, KSI for short. And KSI is a top-ranked public policy think tank based in Malaysia and I am KSI's Director of External Relations. KSI is an independent think tank with a vision to build better nations in Asia-Pacific. Today, we are diplomatically speaking with the Ambassador of Finland to Malaysia, His Excellency Mr. Semi Leno, on everything Finland-Malaysia relations. Ambassador, how are you? Hello, Zayn. Thanks, I'm doing fine, and thank you very much for, for having me here. It's, it's great to, to join you in this distinguished series of, of interviews. Thank you so much, sir. Now, let me kick off the session with a, with a simple question. Tell us more about your background and your appointment uh, as Ambassador of Finland to Malaysia. Thanks. Well, I'm serving as the Ambassador of Finland to Malaysia since 1st September last year. I was appointed to this post by the President of Finland. This is my first ambassadorial posting, and I'm, of course, Deeply honored to have this responsibility and possibility to serve my country this way and represent my country. Uh, I think you could easily say that serving as, as, as an ambassador is the, is the highlight of any, any diplomatic career. And of course, it's also a big, big responsibility. Before coming to Malaysia, I worked for six years at the foreign ministry in Helsinki as head of the unit for South and Southeast Asia and East Asia. So I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with the region and, and new Malaysia from before as well. I'm a career diplomat. I have been serving the foreign ministry, I think, altogether about 22 years in various roles. I, I'm one of those you could maybe call a generalist. We are a small, a small diplomatic service. That means that Many of our, our people are doing many kinds of things. We do not specialize so much. So I've also been working with many different kinds of issues ranging from political affairs to security policy, trade promotion, trade policy, and so on. And my previous overseas postings have, have included Moscow in Russia, The Hague in the Netherlands, Brussels in Belgium, as well as Vienna. And, I'm really honored and pleased to be to be having the possibility to serve as an ambassador to Malaysia and I would Malaysia was really one of my my top wishes on the on the list when I was asked where would you like to go and I think there are many many reasons reasons for that that uh, I could give you a long list of course I really feel that and I've seen that that Malaysia is a is a nation rich with diversity modernity and natural beauty it's also a very fascinating posting, thinking about we are in the middle, the Malaysia is situated in the middle of the Southeast Asia region, which is growing in strategic importance and economical importance all the time with huge growth potential. I think you would really say that Malaysia is a country in the, in the crossroads of, of, of civilizations. We will be talking a lot of, about our bilateral relations longer on, but, but of course, from a diplomat's point of view, there are many things going on between our countries, and and I would I do believe that Malaysia is always a very also a very interesting posting for a diplomat. 
Well, to be quite frank, of course, it has been a bit of a challenging first year for me here in Malaysia. It has been a challenging year in Finland and almost any other parts of the world because of the COVID, but I and my family, we have enjoyed our time here in Malaysia very much. I've been deeply impressed by the beauty of Malaysia and kindness of the people. And I do look very much forward to the day where I can actually visit more places of, of beautiful Malaysia. So far it has because of the COVID been a little bit limited. And I also very much look forward to the, having real live meetings and meeting more people. I think we are all a little bit tired of virtual meetings by this. And of course, if I would have to name one highlight of my time, time here so far, it has without doubt been the presentation of my credentials as the ambassador of Finland on, on 8 December last year to His Royal Highness Young Gilberto Anagon. It was a great honor to have the opportunity to meet His Royal Highness and the Queen despite the many challenges which are brought by the, by the pandemic. Fantastic. So thank you so much for sharing um, the journey you know, from, from serving in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and also uh, in Moscow, Hague, Brussels, Vienna, all the way to Malaysia. And it's good to know that uh, Malaysia is the top of your list. Uh, always great to hear that, uh, Ambassador. Now, Ambassador, what are your top three priorities uh, as the Ambassador of Finland to Malaysia? Well, of course, as an embassy, we represent the government of Finland in all sorts of matters in Malaysia. That ranges from, for example, trade policy or helping Finnish companies to cooperation between Finland and, and Malaysia in, in various fields, in bilateral issues or multilateral issues. Like many Finnish embassies, we are not, not very, very big when it comes to in terms of personal. So, so we are more or less constantly under the, the, the pressure to prioritize our work. And of course, the range of issues we, we work with is, is really wide. Maybe you could say that you never really know what the day brings when you go to office in the morning and sometimes you may have some plans what you plan to do and something else come, comes up and it changes everything. But I think that's part of the what makes a diplomat's job so fascinating. And we have, of course, several priorities, priorities for our work, priorities we agreed with our, our headquarters and the minister in Helsinki. But if I would have to name just three, I would start by saying that, of course, promoting trade relations between Finland and Malaysia is clearly the top priority for me and the embassy. In particular, this means helping Finnish companies enter the, and access the Malaysian markets and informing of them of the many opportunities here for doing business. Of course, also strengthening bilateral relations and forms of cooperation and contacts at all, at all levels between Finland and Malaysia is a key task. Uh, I don't mean only governments or official institutions, but all, all aspects of our societies, universities, companies and, and civil society. I think people to people contacts are in particular dear to me and I, I look very much forward to deepening them as well. Of course, Third priority could maybe be taking care of the interests and safety of Finnish citizens in Malaysia. We do not have any exact statistics about Finns living in Malaysia because many, before the pandemic, especially many young people just came and, and went. But our, our figures is that we have several hundred of Finns living here. And in particular, thinking about the times of COVID and last year, this was helping them in various situations was, of course, a top, top priority for me. Well, these were maybe just the three priorities, but of course, like any embassy, 
we are also closely following the developments in Malaysia, including political and economical issues, business environment and, and regional issues as well. And, and, and we report regularly about this to Helsinki. We do also Finland promotion, if you can use that word. We tell about Finland, Finnish culture and society in Malaysia. And, and we as an embassy, we really are, are, the, are the gateway to Finland. So we daily work with, with Malaysians and, and, and Finns and others to, to, to tell about them and also about Finland more. And as any embassy, I think in, the, in this part of the world, in Southeast Asia, we are also trying to keep a regional approach to regional eye and see what's happening in the wider Southeast Asian region. Of course, this applies to South China Sea or ASEAN, for example. Thank you, Ambassador. So if I can quickly recap, I, I love the fact that you mentioned that because uh, of the wide-ranging issues that you have to work with, it, it makes your job fascinating as a diplomat. The, 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 the top three priorities, and indeed there's more you mentioned, the first is on trade relations between um, Malaysia and, and Finland by connecting companies uh, both on, on both sides of the, of, of, uh, of the world. Uh, diplomatic relations, connecting companies, universities, civil society, and people relations between Finland and Malaysia. You mentioned about uh, consular services, helping Finnish people in uh, Malaysia, especially during the pandemic. You mentioned about Finland promotion, uh, promoting Finnish culture and society to Malaysia uh, on a daily basis. And lastly, you mentioned about regional engagements, uh, you know, specifically when it comes to ASEAN, Southeast Asia region, and also um, you know, issues such as the South China Sea. Uh, the, you know, you mentioned sort of this, uh, this, this point, which I think is very interesting. The reason I think one of the reasons why we do this interview in the first place is because we want to understand um, other countries. And in this case, understanding Finland, because Finland, when you Google Finland uh, and Malaysian relations, you can't find much. And I think this is why uh, we have you today uh, with, this, uh, with this interview. I want to ask a, a, a question about history. Uh, if you can, you know, can you tell us about the, the, the historical ties between Finland and, and Malaysia? Yeah, sure. Well, I would like to say that, that the relations between our countries, they are quite long-standing. They are, we established official diplomatic relations already in 1973. And we have had a Finland has had a resident ambassador in, in Kuala Lumpur since 1988, I think so. That makes, I think I'm the, the eighth resident ambassador here in, here in, in Kuala Lumpur. And, and our relations have always, always been, been excellent. And, and from the beginning, Finland has seen Malaysia as an, as an important partner in this, this region. Of course, during the, the years, we have had several high-level visits and events, and you could mention, mention several examples of, 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 of significant events in our relations. But maybe if you think from the Finnish perspective, of course, one of the highlights in this regard has, has maybe been the visit of President Ahtisaari to Malaysia in 1995. And in more general, when you think about Finnish-Malaysian relations, uh, I think we, we have a lot of common in respect, the way we conduct foreign relations and what are our like, uh, guiding principles for foreign relations. Both Finland and Malaysia, we have all the time of, or consistently been very staunch supporters of the rules-based multilateral cooperation, multilateralism and the United Nations system. 
I think one example of, of, of the commitment of our countries to these issues is the participation in UN peacekeeping missions, where both of our countries have had a, quite a significant participation over the years. And I was very much impressed by this when I had, to, I had the great honor or pleasure of visiting the Malaysian Peacekeeping Center last May and hearing about the Malaysian history in UN peacekeeping and other peacekeeping missions. Maybe in this context, you would mention that both our countries are also candidates to UN Human Rights Council for the term of 2022-24. And the elections for this will be held this autumn. And of course, human rights in general are, are a cornerstone of Finnish foreign policy. And some of our priorities include the rights of women and children, as, as well as the rights of people with disabilities and, and, and also indigenous people. And, I'm pleased to say that we've always had a very good dialogue and, and cooperation about also these issues with, with, with Malaysian, Malaysian counterparts. Both Finland and Malaysia are also very strong proponents of regional cooperation and integration. Malaysia is, of course, a founding member of ASEAN, and Finland is a, is a member of the European Union since 1995. And yet again, I'll Thinking about our relations and looking back into history, I would like to say that commercial relations have always been a priority for the Finnish embassy here in Kuala Lumpur, and as well as the, the Malaysian embassy in Helsinki as well. This is, of course, owing also to Malaysia's strategic location and, and open market environment, which I already touched upon earlier. And as said, these offer many possibilities for Finnish companies as well. Thank you for the uh, elaboration. I, I, I um, take note that you mentioned that um, there's long-standing relations between Finland and Malaysia. Uh, formerly, the formal relations established in 1973, uh, presidential ambassador in 1988, uh, which actually talks. It, it, you know, you can see there's a there's a there's a long history between the two countries, and you even mentioned the commercial relations go beyond uh, what you know the the formal diplomatic relations. Um, it's interesting to note that you mentioned about the. A visit in 1995 uh, by the president of the Republic of Finland, um, which I believe was a state banquet hosted by our uh, Yandi Puton Argo in 1995, which was a historical uh, moment for both countries. Uh, you mentioned about upholding uh, rules-based multilateralism, cooperation on human rights, and regional cooperation and engagement, uh, which is important for both countries. And I think to note also, you mentioned about the regional cooperation between Malaysia and Finland, with uh, Malaysia being a member of ASEAN and Finland being a member of the EU. Uh, and, and there are always uh, mutual uh, interest and collaboration between the two countries. Now, uh, Ambassador, let me ask you about, um, when we talk about the, the trade relations in the, in the earlier segment today, uh, you mentioned about uh, helping Finnish companies entering the Malaysian markets uh, under the trade relations. Could you uh, elaborate more about the trade and economic relations between Finland and Malaysia? Sure. Well, maybe I'll, I'll start by saying saying a couple of words about our, our, our relations in general. And as has been, I've been saying a couple of times, the relations between our countries are, are very good, and, and, and trade is, is at the core of, of our, our relations. And I have only served as one year as the ambassador here in, in Malaysia, and as, as I was saying, the COVID has a little bit affected my plans and operations in these very exceptional circumstances, but. I have been very, very 
pleased and also like touched by the by the interest of, of I've noted that I've noted the interest on the Malaysian side and, and to, to strengthen our ties and, and cooperation and also also of course there's a growing growing interest on the Finnish side also to to, to develop our, our cooperation uh, and and not to sound too, too diplomatic or not to repeat too many times how excellent our relations are but but like I do have to have to say that I also feel that that there's still still room for improvement although our relations are excellent and Finland and Malaysia we really do not have any any sensitive or, or complicated issues in our relations I cannot think of any of those and of course I'm sure that even if there would be one day some some issues we will all, would always be able to have an open and frank dialogue as 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 friends friends do but I as said I feel that there's also the contacts and contacts between our countries at all levels could be a little bit closer as well and I would like to see more cooperation in various areas and I'm, I'm very much con convinced that this would greatly benefit Finland and Malaysia and when I think about my term as the ambassador of, of Finland here my general I see my general mission as, as bringing our countries closer to each other despite the, the geographical distance I want to activate our relations from grassroots level to the top and would I really be able to achieve this during my probably four years here in Malaysia? I would be a very, very happy man. And, and of course, I'm ready to support or work with any initiative to, to achieve this, this goal. And making Finland better known in Malaysia and also increasing the knowledge of Malaysia and Malaysian opportunities in Finland is, 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 is a, is a key, key task for me. And I unfortunately have to say that some other Southeast Asian countries are much better known in Finland than, 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 than Malaysia. But there's definitely a lot of potential in our, our closer cooperation and contacts. For example, I would like to mention the Finnish technological solutions relating to circular economy and renewable energy. I'm sure that this could be very, very, very useful also, also for, for Malaysian companies and, and, and stakeholders and would also be useful and important for Malaysia in achieving the, the very commendable goals Malaysia has, has, has in these fields. And, Enhancing sustainability, of course, is these days a key goal for, for Finland as well as and, and Malaysia. So this is maybe about the overall context, but I would be happy to continue more about the economic relations at, at this point. Or, or, or what do you do you prefer? prefer? Sure, uh, Ambassador, thanks, thanks for, for the overview. And I think I like when you mentioned uh, wanting to activate grassroots to top-level engagements so, so that we can have more businesses on both sides of the country. You also mentioned about uh, Finland offering technological solutions for circular economy and sustainable development. Ambassador, if you could elaborate a little bit more on maybe um, the import-exports between two countries um, or, or potentially the, the, the number of um, the presence of Finland companies uh, in Malaysia or, or potentially even the presence of Malaysian companies um, in Finland. Uh, so just to give our, our listeners and our viewers a little bit of context when it comes to the trade relations, I think that would be great. Sure. Well, trade relations between our countries have been, have been and had been developing very positively before the pandemic. And, and uh, there's a lot of potential. I mentioned, mentioned already the issues related to sustainability, clean technology, clean tech, but also in some of the other very promising sectors are, are digitalization and IT. As, as you may know, Finland is one of the digitally most advanced countries in the world. I also see smart city solutions as being 
being a very promising area, being related to whether it be health technology or, or harbor technology or, or something like that. But, and there are many possibilities and potential to do more, more in, in many, many sectors. And as I, was, I mentioned to you that I was working for a long time in the foreign ministry in the Asia department and now have, having been here so, so for a year, so I'm very happy to say that I've also noted the growing interest of Finnish companies towards Southeast Asia markets and Malaysia, Malaysia as well, despite the, the pandemic, which is of course affecting things. According to our info, there are at the moment about 40, 45 Finnish companies operating in Malaysia. And of course, I very much would like to see the number growing, growing after the pandemic. And our companies have, have traditionally valued the favorable business environment of Malaysia and the easiness of doing business here. Uh, and I, one aspect I, I hope to hope to see see a change in the, in the future, which is maybe not not so much reality as this at this point yet. But I would like to encourage and, and would like to see. Finnish companies seeing Malaysia also as a gateway to the Southeast Asia markets more in the future. Some do already now, but there's also room for improvement there as well. I mentioned that we have about 45 companies. There are all kinds of companies. These include major corporations and, and global actors, but also small companies and startups. And we at the embassy and, and our trade promotion office, Business Finland, we work closely with these companies. and. I think it has been true, true pleasure for me to get to know them and, and the work they're doing in, in Malaysia. And I said that our trade figures and, and bilateral trade has been developing quite positively for several years. Although I'll, I'll have to say that the pandemic has unfortunately had a negative effect in this regard. And it's no, no surprise, of course, to, to nobody, but we have some preliminary figures about exports and imports for 2020. And according to our, our preliminary figures, the exports in goods from Finland to Malaysia in 2020 were about 165 million euros. And, and imports from Malaysia to Finland were about 300 million euros. There was a small, small decrease last year in the trade volume compared with 2019. But uh, I, I would maybe like to say that this was more or less, less expected taking into account the effect of, of COVID on, on both our, our economies. And in, in, you could even say that the situation in our bilateral trade could have been, could have been worse. And when you look at these, these figures and, and what, what, what is traded between our countries, of course, electronic appliances and components are the most prominent category in, in, in exports and imports. Of course, this relates to the fact that the manufacturing sector of Malaysia plays an, an important role in, in global value chains. Also for many high-tech, for many high-tech products, also Finnish ones. And as I was saying, we see a lot of potential in developing our economic relations further. And part of the reason for this is that many of the fields Malaysia is investing at the moment are also the ones that Finnish companies have have world-class products and innovations. I mentioned already digitalization and smart cities. And I have to say that I've been really impressed by Malaysia's strong focus on digitalization. And, and as said, Finland is, is very advanced in, in this field. So the, there are many possibilities for cooperation here. 
I mentioned already circular economy and also waste to energy solutions. I have had some, we have had some very exciting meetings and talks with Malaysian counterparts in, in these, these fields. And, and there is a lot of demand for this in Malaysia. Some of the innovations of Finnish companies, I think, are very top, they are top class in, in this area. Of course, I would also thinking about our economic relations. I would need to mention, I want to highlight the importance of, of education cooperation. And, and education is, of course, something that Finland is quite well known in Malaysia, our education system. And, and there's a lot of interest and, and, and demand for, for Finnish, Finnish expertise. And please to note that there are many positive developments and there are also many, many Finnish companies and, that are working working in these fields in Malaysia. Probably the sectors I mentioned here, that those are also the priority sectors where we focus our efforts at the moment in the embassy. But of course, we are also all the time trying to identify new opportunities for Finnish businesses. And I'm pleased to say that we also have very good contacts with the Malaysian embassy in Helsinki. And I have met Ambassador John Samuel many times, and I think we are on a joint mission to, to work for, for for improving and, and intensifying bilateral relations and contacts. So that's also very, very promising. Thank you, thank you so much, Ambassador. Such an interesting um, uh, elaboration you mentioned. You mentioned about uh, a lot of uh, opportunities in growth when it comes to digitalization, smart cities, specifically on health. You mentioned there are 45 companies of Finland based in Asia uh, of various uh, sectors and verticals. You mentioned that there are multinational corporations, SMEs and also startups. You want the Finnish companies uh, in Finland to see Malaysia as the gateway to the region, Southeast Asia. You mentioned that trade figures have suffered uh, due to the pandemic with the preliminary figures you mentioned about um, the exports slightly dipping Malaysia to Malaysia and and pro, uh, you mentioned about um, education cooperation, and I and, and this is a point that I think uh, is very interesting because uh, for the past ten years or so since Malaysia designed the the Malaysian uh, education blueprint, uh, Malaysia has looked to Finland as the role model when it comes to education development, uh, and there has been a lot of engagements between Finland. Um, government and educators and Malaysian governments and our educators. It was very interesting that you mentioned that sort of the education diplomacy between Malaysia and, and Finland. Uh, very, very interesting stuff. Uh, Ambassador, I want to jump into uh, uh, another uh, area of diplomacy, which is on cultural cooperation. Uh, earlier, you mentioned about uh, wanting to promote um, Finland um, culture uh, to Malaysians. Uh, could you elaborate uh, a little bit on, on, on this cultural cooperation? Sure. I think cultural cooperation is a, is a key, key element of our, our relations with, with Malaysia. And I personally have always, always seen cultural cooperation as, as, as being a very important part of diplomacy and, 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 and bilateral relations to any, any country. And we have had like a I was studying the when I, before coming here. I was studying the the history of of our relations and and what has been doing. And I'm I'm very happy to to say that I also noticed that we've had a lot of cultural exchanges and cooperation over the years in various various areas. If I would like to to give, if I would have to give a one example, I think I would maybe mention from our perspective because again I would mention the. 100th anniversary year of Finnish independence in 2018, which was celebrated with many 
concerts and exhibitions and art exhibitions also here in here in Malaysia. But yet again, of course, thinking about the current situation and our plans, I would unfortunately have to say that the pandemic has, has affected our plans and operations in, in, in this area as well. And events for promoting Finnish culture and, and physical visits of, 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 of various groups and exchanges have of course been practically in practice impossible to arrange. So we have had to move to operate in to explore various virtual formats for events and doing things in a virtual format. Our Independence Day we celebrate on, on 6th of December. So for example, last year we, we celebrated our Independence Day in, in a virtual format with some kind of virtual celebration of music presentation, cultural things and, and other program. These kind of events have been quite successful as, as such, but but if, if let's let's be quite frank, of course they, they cannot that they can never fully substitute visiting a country or, or participating in, 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 a, in a one event 100%. And we sincerely look forward to, to being able to, to hopefully in a not too distant future to provide more opportunities for Malaysian and Finnish people to, to learn from, from, from each other's culture, society and, and arts. Uh, looking into the future, in, in 2023, we will be celebrating the, the 50th anniversary of, of diplomatic relations between our, our countries. So, so we hope to organize cultural events events here here in, in Malaysia as well. And let's see, maybe we will find some ways to cooperate with the Malaysian Malaysian embassy in Helsinki. But this will of course be an important milestone for for relations and planning for, for this year and these events has, has already start, started. Excellent. I think to note, I think you mentioned about um, the Independence Day uh, on the 6th of December, uh, which which will be was celebrated virtually last year. Hopefully this year, Ambassador, everything goes well. Hopefully we can do it uh, in a hybrid, uh, physical, uh, virtual format. So the Malaysians can 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 uh, you know uh, appreciate and uh, and celebrate uh, Finnish culture. Um, Ambassador, um, I wanna ask you an interesting question because I think this is a question that when I talk to a lot of young people in the country, uh, they look up to Finland for many reasons. Obviously, education system is one, but second is the leadership of the country. Um, your country, specifically your parliament, it has elected one of the youngest state leaders in the world, uh, Miss Sana Marin, uh, when she was 34 years old. Uh, is very young, Ambassador. Um, her cabinet has more women, some younger than herself, and then men. Uh, in fact, Finland has had two uh, female prime ministers before, uh, Miss Marin. Is there something about Finland that, you know, that we, we need to know? Because, you know, how, how, how it is such a progressive country to have young, and, and women leaders uh, in the country. Could you maybe tell us something about the, is it about the, the social cultural landscape about the country that has allowed Finland um, to produce such amazing young, vibrant and women leaders uh, in, in, in the country's politics? Sure. Well, um, I would have to, of course, I'm very, this is an issue I'm always very, very pleased to talk about and, and um, well, I would maybe start by, by saying that, of course, equality is, is, is one of the defining features, features of, of our society and, and, and 
as, as you may know, Finland is also one of the leading nations when it comes to equality in the world. And, and we, I would even call us a, as a global forerunner in this field. And if you look at various surveys thinking about equality, and these have been done by, by the World Economic Forum or, or there's also some various gender indexes. So Finland is, is, is always ranking very high and very good, if not uh, maybe usually in top three in the world concerning equality. So in a way that uh, I think we were also, Finland was the first country in the world to give, give full political rights to women when you look into history. If I remember correctly, the, we gave, I think women got the right to vote already in 1906 in, in Finland. So equality is really a issue which is, close, is, is very valued and important element of the society. And we, we feel that it has also helped uh, society to develop during the years. It's, it's, a, it's a social innovation which has really generated social renewal and, and prosperity in, in our country. And as you said, said like uh, I think we have 19 ministers in the cabinet at the moment and I think 11 or 12 of them are, are, are females. But also if you look at our parliaments at the moment, I think or about the half of the of our parliamentarians or members of the parliament are women. Even if, if I look at my own own house or own experience, I think half of, of the ambassadors of Finland today are, are, are female. And even if you look at even the foreign ministry, if you look at who is entering the ministry and starting their, their career in the diplomatic service for several years, or majority of them have been have been been Finnish. And as you said, we have also had a female president as, as head of the state, President Targa Alon, and we, I think Sanna Marin is, is she the third female prime minister we are having in Finland. We had a female female defense minister as well. So so it's very natural and, and in a way that it's it, it's it's very very deep in our society and equality is, is something we also it's also a foreign policy priority for us and, and, and an issue we try to promote globally. And it's also a, a task that my embassy and, and, and other embassies is actively promoting and wants to promote. And, and of course, the, the rights of, of women and, and rights of, of, of girls is, is in the foreign, foreign policy a very, very important, important part as well. And in a way, if you think about one issue also, you mentioned the age, age factor, I think. We have many young politicians and uh, coming, and, and I think age is really not not. It's more about competence and and, and and age. And I think it was already in the 1970s when the voting age in, in the in the elections was lowered to to the years of 18, so young people can vote as well. They have been able to vote for a long time, and even every now and then there's even talk about that whether we should lower the voting age to 16 from the 18 but it's 18 as 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 as, as of today and when you look at prime minister sanna marina i think uh, she is one of the there have been also recent surveys as well and she is one of the she has been in surveys in finland as ranked as one of the most popular prime ministers in in, in this century and of course uh, her, in, in particular, her, her her role and her government's role and, and achievements in, in combating the COVID pandemic have been really like respected. And we have been doing relatively okay. 
despite, of course, that the COVID has hit us hard, but, but like, uh, I would like to say that, that, that our response has been quite, quite successful. Such an uh, excellent point, uh, Ambassador. I think it's so inspiring listening to you sharing. Uh, you mentioned about um, equality as a defining feature of Finnish society. Uh, and, you know, while, while you were elaborating, I just had a quick search um, on online. And, you know, it's interesting when, you, when uh, they describe Finnish values as uh, egalitarian, focusing on equality, social justice, freedom, responsibility, honesty, uh, and my favorite, voluntary commitment to promoting welfare. I think this is something that I think uh, countries like Malaysia should aspire. Our, one of our pre previous prime ministers uh, looked to uh, Japan for, for Asian values, but I think uh, there's also value in us looking at the Finnish values, which I think is so interesting. Because you also mentioned that um, uh, you know, 1906 was the year um, where Finland gave women the right to vote. I think it was the first country in the world to do so. Uh, you mentioned that half of the cabinet are women, half of the parliamentarians are women, half of the diplomats are also women. So it's a very interesting. And the, the point you mentioned about age, it's not about the age, it's, age is not a factor about competence. Uh, and I think this is a very strong point as Malaysia itself uh, looks into um, hopefully lowering, and you know, co committing itself to lowering the, the voting age, which is already done, but hopefully it can go through all the way to actually make that happen um, because the country needs more young leaders uh, and more women to step up. Uh, and take over the the plate. And I think we can look to Finland for an, uh, 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 an inspiration for that. Uh, Ambassador, we, I just noticed that looking at the time, we've been chatting for more than a half and almost 30, 40 minutes. Um, I want to ask you in terms of um, your call to action, sir. You know, what is your call to action for our audience, the the business uh, owners, the young leaders, the policymakers listening to this interview? What is your call to action for them? Uh, in, when it comes to improving or furthering the, the Finland-Malaysia relations? And a follow-up to that is, what is the best way people can reach you or your embassy? Well, thanks. Thanks for, for this question. And, and thanks for also, for, also for your kind words about, about Finland and our values. And, and I would also like to be reference to what you said. I would just one more thing I would like to point out, that is of course, as well, that, that you may know that in quite many surveys, Finland has been also ranked as, as some surveys, Finland has been ranked as the happiest nation nation on earth. And that's that's probably, that could be also, there's no one reason for that, but that could also be related to the fact that of our values and how people see the society and, and, and how our, our political system is working and, and social justice and equality and nature, of course, those kind of issues probably play a role there. but. But getting to your getting to your question and, and about about call call for action, well, probably I would just like to like to end this this talk we've had today about about calling for for open mind in, in exploring exploring ways things are done in different countries and and elsewhere and also thinking about a little bit further away than just just neighboring countries. And it has been said a couple of times that our countries are, are, are a little bit are quite far away from when you have a look at the map, there's a long distance distance between our countries. But, but I also believe that, that we are also close and faced by similar challenges, challenges like uh, and many of the challenges like climate change are today global in nature. They need global, global, global co cooperation and global solutions. So my 
I strongly feel that when our, our countries are, we are rebuilding our economies and it's, it's more important than ever that also Finland and Malaysia work closely together. We'll find new ways to strengthen the partnership and, 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 and cooperation in, in various areas. And I've been working with trade promotion for a long time, so I know that Finnish companies are sometimes a little bit careful to look into more distant markets and maybe that's that's same thing to to Malaysian companies as well and but I would like to encourage of course all all companies and stakeholders in Finland and Malaysia to look further like sometimes the biggest and the best solutions and the biggest price can be can be a little bit further away not just immediately in the neighboring countries so but it's been a true pleasure talking talking to you today and, and we've touched upon many issues and I, I mentioned our embassy as being a gateway to, to Finland but but I really just want to encourage like anybody to contact me personally or contact my embassy if you need any info about Finland or if, if there's if you have any ideas for cooperation. I strongly feel that me and myself and my embassy we are here to help you and we are always always at, at anybody's service so so do not hesitate to contact me by, by any means or embassy. So thanks a lot for these talks and thanks for having me in this, this series. It has been a true, true pleasure to join you this, this morning. Thank you so much, Ambassador. Uh, it's, such a bit, it, it's been such an enriching talk. We talked about um, the, your background as a diplomat. We talked about your appointment uh, as uh, the Ambassador of Finland to measure your top three, or actually more than that, I think it was four priorities as Ambassador to Malaysia. Uh, we talked about the historical ties between our two countries, uh, noting also about the the, the Finland president visit to Malaysia in 1995. We spoke about trade and economic relations when it comes to the presence of Finnish companies in Malaysia, uh, education diplomacy between the two countries. Uh, we spoke about the cultural cooperation and do not, not, not forgetting that 6th December is the the Finland Independence Day. So we look forward to the celebration that your embassy will be holding. We spoke about the Finnish We'll be culture. happy to invite you as well to join us. <laughs> I look forward, sir. I look forward to it. Uh, we spoke about the... And I think this was a fascinating conversation we had about equality uh, and, and how uh, Finland is an equality power in the world, you know, promoting equality uh, everywhere and anywhere. Um, and we spoke about um, your call to action, uh, you know, saying, and I love when you said that the solutions, uh, the best solutions uh, may be out there in distant markets and we should always keep an eye out because the world is too big for us to not explore. And Malaysia is never too far uh, from Finland and vice versa. Um, we want to end with the, a note to our listeners or viewers. Uh, if you want to follow the embassy on Finland uh, in Kuala Lumpur, go to Facebook uh, and search for at Finnish Embassy Kuala Lumpur. You will find the Embassy of Finland in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, if you want to find more about uh, the, the Embassy website, you can head over to finlandabroad.fi slash web slash mys slash mission. Don't worry about listening to this. Uh, the video will show the link uh, below. So you can you can visit um, that, that link for more information. Or if you just want to see it, Google Finnish Embassy Kuala Lumpur, you'll find the link. Um, Thank you so much, Ambassador, for joining us for our fourth Diplomatically Speaking With series. Uh, we look forward uh, to speaking with you maybe in the future, maybe for part two, maybe we can talk more about the economic relations. We can talk about uh, issues such as the, the EU-Malaysia free trade agreement. We didn't have a chance to talk about that. Maybe you can even talk more about um, the Finnish culture and education system for us to deep dive. That could be a part two that we could explore with you. Uh, until then, uh, take care and stay safe, everyone.
And thank you, Ambassador. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.